Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. The Bible says in Proverbs that that evil likes to expose, but God is a coverer. When the Holy Spirit comes and He wants to deal with an issue, He wants to deal with a sin, He wants to deal with a situation in your life, it's not because He wants to expose you. The crazy thing is He already knows, and yet He was calling you to come to church tonight. He was whispering in your ear, come to the house of God, get into my presence. When he comes, he comes to cover the matter with his light and his grace. The blood of Jesus. Listen, don't look at how big your sin is. Look at how big the price tag was to cover that sin. God was willing to bankrupt heaven. His only son willing to send him to a cross. Not to to remind us of our sin, but to become our sin. He became our sin up there. And all we have to do is say, God, take this. Take this. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. This wasn't in my plan, but I just feel that before the Holy Spirit wants to drop, He wants His kids' hearts ready. He wants His kids' hearts ready. I'm gonna ask everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. This is personal between you and God. Here's the lie of the enemy. He loves this one. You're the only one. You're the only one. You're not. I was just talking to a friend on the way to church and he's trying so hard to deal with, in his own strength, deal with his his issues. Just remind him of the grace of Jesus. Listen, if you've got something in the darkness right now, every head bowed and eyes closed, this is between you and the Lord, and you want to say, Jesus, I don't want this to be in the darkness anymore. I want to repent and give it to you. Sometimes that looks like saying, God, help me help to not want this anymore. Repentance is saying, change me on the inside that I don't want this darkness anymore. But if that's you and you've got an area, I want to just pray with you in your seat. But if you just need to say, God, I'm come into me. Come into this area of my life. No more darkness here. We just real quick, just me looking, raise your hand. And that's you saying, God, include me in that prayer. Thank you. I see that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of hands. Lots of hands. Lots of hands. Lots of hands. Once I see in your hand, you can put it down. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said in, in, his, in chap, John chapter 3, I did not come into the world to condemn it, but to save it. And his power is strong enough to pull you out of that darkness. He'll take the darkness and in exchange, he gives you his light. And where the darkness 
uh, where the light is, the darkness has to flee. So why don't you look up at me and just, we'll all pray this prayer. This is called a prayer of repentance. One of the greatest tragedies you could do for people is to preach the gospel of his grace without repentance. It's a tragedy. Because you are not, when we're in sin, when we're in darkness, we are actually having an identity crisis. You were not made to be in that. Don't think it's a part of you. See, the Holy Spirit will come and convict. He'll say, son, daughter, that's not who you are. The devil says, look what you did. That's who you are. So let's pray this together. And you just pray this from your heart. Everyone can pray it out loud. It's not gonna hurt in case we miss something, but pray this out loud together. Dear Jesus, tonight, I repent of this thing that's not who I am. And I declare that you are gonna give me the strength to break the back of this darkness. I believe that you died on the cross to forgive me and wash me clean. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let me live the life you intended me to live. I believe you are for me and that you love me. And right now, you are washing me clean. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Come on. Come on. The Bible, the Bible says that when we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us. He's faithful to forgive us. And also, we always, at the end of Wednesday night, we have our ministry team. The Bible says that when we confess to one another, we're healed. And so if, if the thing that you're struggling with maybe is a thing where it's like, man, this, I, keep, I, I keep trying and I hit it again, and I hit it again, and I hit it again. Maybe it's time to just trust that, that all of us up here, in fact, I consider it a prerequisite. You have to have been messed up to be on our ministry team. You're not allowed to be perfect and be in our ministry. That's why Pastor Scott, he's like, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> you have to have been, been a screw up and seeing Jesus heal you to be on our ministry team. I don't, I just can't relate. If you're like, ah, I never struggle. I'm like, whatever, okay, I don't know you. <laughs> I'm a man, I'm a person. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, there's such a presence of God here. Okay, worship team, I'm gonna give you like five minutes because we're gonna do some ministry time. And I, a true five minutes, just five minutes because I wanna release the Bible to get us set for this. You guys are gonna come back and do that third song again because that song's got something on it. All right, love you guys. Give it up for our amazing worship team. You guys can take a seat. Don't get too comfortable because we're gonna worship God today. Happy birthday, Sophia Atterbury. You are just like the uh, smile wrapped in a person. Like you, not only do you always smile, but you make people smile. Like you walk around, you, if you're ever sad, just say hi to Sophia and you're gonna feel better. Come on, I can't believe you're only 14, girl. The world, get ready, world. Salt Lake's not ready for Sophia Atterbury. She's coming in hot. All right. Um, just love our church. I love our people. Uh, my word, I sent the guys one scripture because I want to do ministry time. And that's the only way I can ensure that I will do ministry time is one word, uh, one, one passage of scripture. And the reason I am inspired on this is because as a pastor, 
and particularly for my campus, when I feel like my people get up, go under attack, I get really, really angry. I, I, it's, it's when I get, I get rage. And, uh, you know, today I just left the hospital from praying with some dear friends that, um, and we're seeing God already do a miracle. We're seeing God already do a miracle. It's amazing. You know, in this house, we see cancer disappear. We see tumors disappear. We've seen, uh, we've seen people, we had a guy come in who dropped a 50 pound wrench on the tip of his finger and it was completely shattered and he had a big old bandage on it. And during worship, it started to feel weird and tingly. And by the way, it was his first time in church. And uh, he gets done with worship and he sits down and he's like, what is going on? He takes off the bandage, nothing. It was black and blue and he was gonna have to have surgery. There was nothing except for one little dried blood spot at the tip of his nail, total mobility back. He went into work the next day and he was supposed to come in with his uh, you know, workers comp disability paperwork. And he walked in and said, hey, put me on the roster, I'm still working. They're like, what do you mean? You broke your finger. He's like, nope, God healed me. That's the kind of stuff that we see. Because he's still a wonder working God. And I've just seen too much. And uh, the phrase that the Holy Spirit whispered to me, because I, I felt like, he was going after some of my people. He was going after some of my people, and I don't like that. And, he, and I felt the Holy Spirit say, what's the best way to defend yourself? What's the best defense? And he whispered, this is a common phrase, you know what the best defense is? Come on, my football playing man. The best defense is a good offense. Because listen, adversity will come. The Bible says that our battle is not against flesh and blood. Can I just stop real quick on that? If you're offended, at people, that's not the right battle. Offense is the bait of Satan. It is the number one thing that takes people out. It destroys families, it destroys churches, it destroys relationships. And when you notice, and you know how you know, you know when you're offended, like whenever that person, you see them, you're just like, oh. <laughs> or, if, or if somebody like talks about them in a good way, you're like, oh. you know, you know what I'm talking about. You might be offended at me. Maybe I came on stage like, ah, oh, he's preaching again. I want Pastor Alex again. Who knows? But when I can tell you, offense, it's his, it's his go-to tool, especially when you start making chasing Jesus a priority. Because you know who will offend you when you're chasing Jesus? It's not the devil. It's other Christians. Because we're all in here, human, trying to work out our stuff, Sometimes we get insecure. Sometimes our egos get in the way. Sometimes we're, we're, we're working out all of our stuff and inevitably if we sit close enough to each other and I'm working out my stuff, you're working out your stuff, our stuff's gonna bump in. It's gonna be, so that's the bait of Satan. Oh, those Christians are all fake. What you do at that moment is you go look in the mirror and be like, and so are you. <laughs> we all, we're all growing and working out of this, but the devil will take you out with offense. And so if you got offense in your heart tonight with the ministry team, Deal with it. Deal with it. You have to learn this because God's really big on this. He is your vindicator. Part of being a Christian is you have to trust that he will protect your reputation and defend you and deal rightly. Because here's what you don't want to do. Because the Bible says the measure you use on others will be measured back to you. So you don't want to be praying, God, I just hope that that person gets exposed for all their fakeness. And I hope that you just humiliate them, Lord, humiliate them. Do you want that measure? No, 
No, we got to release. We got to release. That was for somebody because here we go. When the band comes up, we will pray for people. I just want you to know that. But the greatest defense is a good offense. In fact, Christians, I like defense, by the way. I played football. I was a defense guy. I like to hit people. They tried to give me the ball one time. I fumbled it. They never gave me the ball again. They're like, hey, he like, he's just going to hit people. So that was my job. I hit people. I like defense in a sport, but Christians were never meant to play defense. We were meant to be on the offense. The second Jesus' blood was spilt from that cross and the veil was torn, we went from defense to offense. The ball got put back in our hands. That's actually what the Bible says. It says the keys of death and hell. Death, where is your sting? The ball got put back in our hands. And that's why, stop watching CNN because the gospel is still moving across the world. The gospel is still transforming culture. Don't listen to history revisionists that try to say, oh, Christians created all the problems in the world. It's the Judeo-Christians that destroy. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Do you know every Ivy League school was started as a seminary? If you go back and look at the original Harvard creed, all about God. Why? Because missionaries would come and bring education and health because free educated people are hard to control and manipulate. Okay. Christian, we're for it. We're for getting people. Now, I don't want you to go to indoctrination camps, but I want you to have good truth Christian. Okay. So I'm saying, don't think that God's still not on the move. Don't get sucked into that that theology where it's like, oh man, any day now, any day now, it's just gonna get worse before it gets better. Let's, let's bunker down and hold on. No, 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 you are on the offense. And until Jesus comes back every day, you take that ball and you cram it down the devil's throat. You cram it down his throat. You get your breakthrough. You take your territory. You make sure that although every one of my parents and grandparents were divorced, we're not ending in divorce. I'm gonna shove that ball down your throat, devil. The best defense is a good offense. It's chasing God. I've had some people be like, hey, why are you guys like so hyped on this Awaken You? Because I'm like, hey, if anybody that wants to give a year of their life to chase, go for it. Go for it. <sighs> okay. So, best defense, good offense. You got to suit up before you charge the ball. Okay. Although offense is moving the ball, we still wear some pads. And that's a quick scripture we're going to go to. We're going to go to, I want to talk about the armor of God. Because here's the thing, we're not a church that you need the man of God to get you your breakthrough. You need the anointed one to pray for you. No, every one of you has the same Holy Spirit as me, has the same Holy Spirit as Pastor Jurgen, has the same Holy Spirit as my wife, has the same Holy Spirit as Pastor Jenny, Pastor Scott, you all got the, nobody gets Holy Spirit Junior. And there's no B team on Jesus's team. You have the authority to stand in the gap and shove that ball down the enemy's throat. You have the authority. And we got, that's what we're trying to do. That's why you want to get that one-year Bible. That's why we want to get the word of God in you so that you recognize I have the authority. I'll come to a hospital and pray with you, but you can pray at that hospital too. And you can break that back of that thing facing you. All right, so go to uh, Ephesians chapter six, I believe. That's what I gave you. Yes, verse 10. A final word, this is kind of how I started. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Church is meant to be powerful. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. Pause real quick. I'm notorious for this and I'm so thankful for a wife who's spiritually in tune. I was raised in a way where I will deconstruct 
things too much where the devil is making a move and I'll, I'll like try to make it logical. Some of you, the reason you're not fighting is you're dismissing the battle that's come to your place. I'm not saying get all weird and like every time you stub your toe, you're like, devil, ah, you know? But what I am saying is just be aware. Be aware. If you're, use a, a new age term, if you're triggered, that's usually the devil. And he's usually not, it's not the thing that triggered you, it's something under the, it's, the, it's why you were triggered. The, the devil's not the person that triggered you, the devil is, what, is trying to get the lie in you of what triggered you. Anyways, we gotta not dismiss when he is coming for us. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Next one. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Amen. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. Pause here. We have to be people willing to strap the truth around us. And sometimes the truth will come to us not, in a, not agreeing with where we're at. Okay, in order to disciple people, we have to make people that can hear truths. You know, if, if every single week you're praying for a financial miracle every week, year after year, year after year, year after year, you might wanna get in the word and say, wait, what am I not, what truth am I not applying? Because I know God didn't just make me to need a miracle, he made me to be a miracle. And, and that's no shame. I have a long past of just being a notorious, like, I want that, I buy that. Okay, so I, I'm the last one to judge. Uh, budgets, uh, spreadsheets, uh, hate them all. <laughs> hate them so much. But they're important. So I'm willing to, I know, that's why I have Mallory in my life, okay? Put that truth belt on you. Being willing to look in the mirror and say, okay, what, what's not in alignment with truth? Don't just come to church every week needing the same, God loves you, he's with you. That's all true, but he also wants to transform you. All right, so welcome, guys. We're almost done. Glad you're here. Can you guys go back up to 14 real quick? I wanna hit the armor here. The, audio, the body armor of God's righteousness. The body armor. You know where your righteousness comes from? Not from in your strength, but of what Jesus did of what Jesus did. You know, I, I had this habit when I first got saved. Every night, I would just do inventory and do what we did earlier. I would just say, God, forgive me for this. Forgive me for this. Forgive me for this. And I, I was like one of those Christians where it's like getting saved and I'm like reading the Bible and then like, oh, you're supposed to do that? You know, and I just kept doing that. Like I was like, oh, I was learning as I was going. But when I was learning, I was doing it. I read in, in the Lord's prayer that says, forgive me my trespasses. And so I would just do that daily with the Lord every night before I went to bed. You know what I was doing? I was reminding myself of the righteousness that, God, that Jesus has given me. And gradually, you know, that list started to get a little shorter, a little shorter. You know, some of you are experiencing that. The first time you came to church, you're like, oh, shoot, it's a big list. <laughs> but you're noticing that some of the things are falling off. Because God's righteousness, Jesus' righteousness is beginning to cover you and it, it, it protects you. It gives you strength. You know when you'll be intimidated to trust God? When you got a bunch of ish that you haven't dealt with on the altar? 
that you haven't confessed to God? That's why I wanted to do that at the beginning today because I didn't want you to come in here limping. I wanted you to recognize that you're on the offense. It's time for, to get your attack on, put your armor on. So there we go, next one. For the shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news. The good news is the gospel. It's the gospel. You'll be fully prepared. You ever notice that when you put shoes on, it's to actually go and move somewhere, do something, right? Anybody, I mean, slippers are different. Well, that's why it doesn't say slippers. But when you put shoes, <laughs> when you put shoes on, it's because you're gonna get ready to go do a thing, right? I don't really like, I like being barefoot, to be honest. So, you know, but I, when I put shoes on, it's because I'm going to execute on something. The gospel will move you. The gospel will move you. Oh my gosh, I'm redeemed, I'm loved, I'm a child of God now. That should move us. Move us to be excellent at work. Move us to, to love people well. Move us to step into our destiny. Next one. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. I like this one. The shield of faith. Now, shield sounds like a defensive weapon, but then you go watch the movie 300 and you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> See, as you're going... The devil's not dumb. He pulls the same arrows that he used to pull out on you. Self-medicate. Self-doubt. Anxiety. Depression. Fear. And it's faith. It's faith that reminds you, wait a minute. Although my brain was trained to go to this place before, I believe in my heart, I know that I am not that same person that I was yesterday because I am a miracle in motion. I have faith, I believe. As a Christian, we have to be step into faith. And you know why it's important to be in church and with other believers that are faith-filled? is because it's just like the movie 300. You get another person with a shield. And while they're defending themselves, you're creating this impenetrable wall. You might come in here and you're like, oh, I'm limping, I'm limping, but somebody else whew, holds up the shield of faith and gives a God story at men's prayer or gives a God story at women's prayer. And you remember that if God could do it for them, they can do it for me. Shield of faith. Be radical. I love faith people. I love people that I have to say, I would much rather talk to someone that I have to be like, hey, Let's use a little wisdom, but they're like full on. They're like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm starting this business, and tomorrow it's going to hit the bank account. I like those people. Okay? I, like, I would much rather direct a moving ship than beg a Christian, come on, man. Come on. Be a person of faith. And the last one, put on the salvation. The last two. The salvation as your helmet. Remember, you're not working for love. You're working from love. You have been given this gift of salvation. So many times as Christians, we, 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 we wimp out or we, we step back because we'll disqualify ourselves. But you have been given his salvation. And, and the enemy, this is what Romans 8 says, no enemy can take that away from you. Once you've asked Jesus into your life and you've made him the Lord of your life, you are now given salvation. And that will protect your head. So you think right. When you mess up, you don't think, oh man, I suck, dang it, ah. Oh. 
you start to think, no, 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 wait a minute. This isn't who I am. I'm, 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 I'm redeemed. I'm saved. And finally, and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's a word of God. You know what will give you the strength to strike down the enemy? It's not headbutting Tyson, although that would probably pump you up, okay? Because he's an ex-athlete. It's not, it's not huddles and, and getting jacked up, the pregame stuff. It's not a haka, okay? It's none of that. That's a poor choice of hand gestures for a haka. But we don't do video live stream yet, so I'll be fine. It's just between us, okay? <laughs> no, we don't hype ourselves into it. It's the word of God getting in you and you recognizing that almighty God watches over his word to fulfill it. He watches over his word to fulfill it. Praying in the hospital day. I have a little PTSD with hospitals, just so you know. It's, it's kind of a thing I've, I've realized, oh man, okay, God, I'm gonna get free of that, but I don't like hospitals. I've got some PTSD. So whenever I see them, it's like this, I feel, that, I feel like, I'm fine in the car, I got my worship. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then I see the hospital, I'm like, oh, for a split second. But then I remember, it's not Matt Tuggle's word that's gonna heal this person. It's Jesus. It's the cross. It's what he did. I could bring my five-year-old, and I love we teach our kids and kissers to pray. I love it. When they pray for someone, they're so simple, they're like, Jesus, take the pain away, amen. And I'm like, it's that easy. It's that easy. But we need to know that it's God's word that we're swinging. That's why you wanna have the word in your life. Because when the enemy comes with an attack, look what Jesus did when he was fasting and the devil came to him, what'd he do? It is written. It is written. What did the devil attack in the Garden of Eden? The first thing he ever attacked, what God said. Did God really say? If the only two verses you know in the whole Bible are John 3, 16 and Genesis 1, because you read it every year in our <laughs> one-year Bible, it's, this year's a year to say, not out of religious duty, but to say, man, I gotta equip myself. I gotta be able to swing that word. Come on. We're about... Here's what I want to do. I'm going to pray for us that we will put on this armor, not just today, but daily. And then I want to do something that I know is going to be special and powerful. I want you, we're going to sing that song that he's a wonder working God, but we're going to sing it with our armor on. And it's not going to be, this is going to be prophetic, if you will. See, sometimes when you worship, you're warring. You're warring. So I don't want you to sing this song like, ooh, this is pretty. Ooh, I love you, Jesus. I want you to declare this song over your life, over your family, over your kids. I want you to declare this song over your finances. I want you to declare this song over your mental diagnosis, depression, anxiety, bipolar, whatever it is. I want you to declare this song to the suicidal thought 
that you had yesterday. I want you to declare this song. And then we're gonna pray. I've got a few words for people. I've got a few things to pray for, but let's all stand to our feet. Listen, right now the mood and the atmosphere is, is contemplative and, and, and sweet, but one thing I know about John Day, it's gonna shift, but let's not leave it to John Day. Right now, let's pray real quick. God, we step into this worship arena with the armor. Your word says, we pull out the sword. If you are for us, who are what could be against us? We put on the helmet of salvation whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We are saved, restored, and redeemed. And you say that we are already seated in heaven. We have salvation. We have been forgiven. When you look down, you see your Son, not our brokenness, not our process. You see your Son. God, we've got our shoes on, the gospel, the good news. And you made us not just to preach it with our mouth, but to live it in our lives. That's why we're gonna see the goodness of God this year in the land of the living. We're gonna see him bless us. We're gonna see him bless that business, bless your finances. He's ready to make you a blessing by being a blessing. We put on the breastplate of righteousness that we stand covered by the blood of Jesus and we are good enough because of it. And we put the belt of truth on. No longer will we let our personal preferences outweigh the, the law and the, the words of wisdom you have given us. Every commandment God gives you is to avoid what leads to death and lead you into more life. That's why he put it there. He wants to lead you into more life, more life abundantly. Lord, we step into it now. A righteous army, a holy army. And we step into offense. We sing this song as a declaration. Now just take the situation you're facing. Take the issue you're facing. Take the pain you're facing. Whatever you walked in here that the devil's trying to beat you with, you take that thing and you put it right here in front of you. And now you declare this song with the armor of God on. Let's go. Thank you, Lord. Stories that approve your faithfulness. I've seen miracles my mind can comprehend. There is beauty in what I can understand. Jesus, it's you. Jesus, it's you. Come on, sing. Sing to him, sing to him.
God gave me is he wants to restore families tonight. He wants to bring home prodigals. 
He wants to restore relationships in families. If you've got a strange family member, or you've got a, man, a family member, or a son or a daughter, grandson, granddaughter, whatever it is, if you've got a family member that there's just been tension, I mean, like, like it would be a miracle if the relationship could get restored. I believe he's ready to do some miracles in that. I'm contending for a few friends as well, but I know he's gonna do a miracle. So if that's you, here's what I wanna do because I just empowered, I just wanted to empower you. You are on the offense. And so we are gonna do some altar calls, but if that's you, I want you to put one hand on your heart and one hand in the air. This is the posture you're taking. You're saying you're, you're gonna declare over your own life with this hand and you're praising God with the other hand. That posture terrifies the devil. That you could say in God's authority that he's given me by what he did on the cross, I am declaring over my life a breakthrough. So right now, you pray this out loud with me if your hand's in the air and your hands are heart. Jesus. Oh, come on. I want you to declare it. You have authority. You got to let the devil know what you mean, that you mean it. Jesus. Today is the day of salvation. Today, I declare that that relationship is getting restored. That your grace and your love will heal the relationship. I release any unforgiveness in my own heart. I declare that your power is going to meet them now. And that you are going to restore what the enemy took. I do not tolerate it. I am a child of God. And there's no relationship. Your love cannot heal. So I give them to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. Guys, we all have basements in Utah, which I love. God gave you basements in Utah so you can pray like that. Okay, if your neighbors aren't a little worried at six in the morning whenever you do your quiet time, time to shift. Time to shift. If you're not driving on the freeway looking like a crazy person, you know, just declaring in the car, then time to shift. Time to shift. We gotta, we gotta have authority. Okay, the next thing I felt like is that God wants to break the back of depression, anxiety, bipolar, any type of ADD, ADHD, any type of mental diagnosis that's been put on you, that's been put on you. Well, there's, he wants to break that, break that. And so no shame in the game. I, I, I had a season where I was in counseling and on antidepressants and God actually, I have faith for this because he broke it and I actually physically felt like a snap and I didn't need those pills anymore. So you're safe here. You're, there's a safe campus, okay? But if that's you, even if you're not on education, but if you just had that diagnosis that there's a mental disorder, Jesus said that he came to give us a sound mind. That's, that's, that's one of the gifts that he gave us, a sound mind in him. So same thing, one hand on the heart, one hand in the air. Come on, put it up, don't worry. Anyone that would judge you is probably struggling with the religious spirit and isn't gonna get any help today. Nobody's judging you. <laughs> if you're judging people in here for having their hand up, come up to the altar, we'll fix you, okay, I promise. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Now, same thing. We're going to pray. We're going to pray with me. In Jesus' name, I break all agreement with that title and that diagnosis. And I declare that the Holy Spirit has given me a sound mind. I break agreement and I break that off of my life. I declare that in the name of Jesus, I am healed and I am set free. You have to go. Talk to your symptom. You have to go. You have to go. In Jesus' name, I am free. I am whole. I am sound. Amen. Amen. You guys get it yet? Are we getting it? The great thing about this is this is like, uh, you can take this game at home if you want. You know, it's not like you, it's, we have a home version. It's called Prayer Life. You're like, well, I don't, I don't know how to pray like that unless you make me copy you, Pastor Matt. Cool, come to Men's Prayer. I'll teach you in a month, I promise. Ladies, they'll probably teach you in three weeks because our ladies are lionesses. Those were the two specific things I saw God breaking off. But you know what? When, when the atmosphere is ripe for a miracle, you can get your miracle. You can get your miracle. You can get your miracle. Our ministry team is going to come up here. And I just want you, tonight's the night in authority. Now we're going to come where two or more are gathered in agreement. So we're going to get unified. And so if you didn't feel a breakthrough yet or... If you have anything else you need prayer for, our ministry team is going to be up here. And just this is why we make room for Wednesday nights, guys. Because I want to tell you something. The devil is terrified of a church that understands that they have the authority, that they're on the offense. And I feel this in the back of my head. Just heard that this person, ooh, I don't know what that is, but the enemy doesn't like this one. <laughs> Some people are sitting in here going, this is, this is heresy. A couple people. This isn't. I want to challenge you. Read the word of God. Jesus would walk into cities and heal the lepers, deliver people. The power of God is real. And you're like, well, yeah, but Jesus did that, but that was just Jesus. No, 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 no. Peter would walk in the city and his shadow was healing and freeing people. And Jesus said this, greater things will you do than I have done. The power of God is real. And the reason, if, if that's you doubting, I'm loving on you right now. The reason your Christianity hasn't been working for you is because the Bible says that the gospel is a, not a matter of words, but of power. It says it in the book of Acts. It's not a matter of words, but of power. God wants you to operate in power. He ain't coming after my church because there ain't gonna be one little sheep that doesn't know how to put on the armor and say, let's go right now, right now. And then we're gonna go out, we're gonna go rescue the ones that don't know they have that yet. So ministry team, come forward. In fact, first ministry team, come forward and look at me. You guys always pour out to people. I just wanna pray a quick prayer over you guys. Just because they got that orange badge doesn't mean that they don't face what the enemy's coming against them. So God, thank you for this team. Thank you for Ava Call, a fierce warrior. Thank you for Pastor Amy, 
fierce warrior. Thank you for Pastor Jenny Husserow. Thank you for Pastor Scott Husserow. Thank you for Pastor Rosanna. Thank you for Yolanda. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Lindsay, Lord. God, I declare that a fresh touch of your Holy Spirit touches them. That as they refresh others, they themselves will be refreshed. God, that their, their time with you is going to go to another level. Another level of an encounter with you. Another level of encounter with you. Revelation's going to come to them that they haven't seen before. Thank you, God, for our team. Holy Spirit, fill them up right now. A couple people on the team, you were really crying out for a family member, and I just hear God want to reassure you, I am on it. My spirit cannot be stopped, and I am on it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.